You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Good morning, mamas. Yes, it is morning, and you might not be listening to this in the morning, but it is morning right now, and the very first thing I wanted to do this morning was bring you this episode. So I recorded it yesterday, and it was incredibly moving, emotional for me because just even having this episode, it took a while to get it booked. And even the process of getting approved to interview her was a process. I have been learning from her for over 10 years. She's absolutely phenomenal. Her name is Leonie Dawson. If you know her, you probably love her. And she's probably, for sure, unlike any other business slash life coach you've ever come across. I guarantee it. So she is an international bestseller and author of um, the Goal Getter Workbooks and Planners. I love them so much. I'm currently using both and they're just so creative and just make me so happy to use them. She's a multi-passionate entrepreneur to say the least. She does not like to be put into a box or labeled or limited in any way. She has generated over wait, I'm not going to tell you because it's actually shared in this episode, an incredible, 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 mind-blowing amount of revenue while only working 10 hours a week. Yes, she's a mama and she's been recognized um, around the world, um, People's Choice Business Coach, Global Brand and Business Businesses Making a Difference Awards. She has spent the last 10 years living in some of the most beautiful places around Australia. Her lifestyle is definitely vision board worthy. And she currently lives with her two daughters and her incredibly supportive husband on the Sunshine Coast. Absolutely, absolutely adore this woman. And she just, she helps break through. She helps you to step into the most authentic version of yourself. Uh, She's unapologetic. She's all those things. And she's made some seriously bold moves in her business since I've been watching her and learning from her. So how I approached this episode was literally writing down the ways that she has blew my mind in the last decade. So I actually, we had a 30 minute, so 30 minute tight minutes, and I was going to make the most of them. So I actually just identified six times Leonie Dawson blew my mind and I had her share her insights, kind of the behind the scenes about them as well. I definitely could have gone way over six, but I the six first things that came to my mind, I wrote them down and went for it. And uh, I'm just so excited for you to dive into this episode, but I will give a little disclaimer. And that is, it it contains a lot of colorful language to say the least. Um, I don't find it offensive. In fact, I find it quite joyful. I don't know if it's her Aussie accent or what it is, um, but you'll also hear me, you know, get a little colorful with my language as well. Really, I, I really enjoyed this episode for so many reasons. And it's also given given me a lot to think about. So whether you're an entrepreneur or not, I know that you will benefit from this. And I ask just one, one 
favor for bringing this episode to you. And that is please, please, please share this, shout it from the rooftop, share it on social, text it to a friend who you know who needs a breakthrough. And um, let's continue this journey together, you guys. We've got this. Let's buckle up and listen to Leonie Dawson. There we go. Welcome, mamas. I am so, so excited and over the moon to bring you this conversation with um, someone who's been my mentor and coach, even though we've never met until this moment for a decade. Her name is Leonie Dawson, and I love her for so, so many reasons. Um, But I think if I had to say most of all, it's for unapologetically fiercely, without apology, bringing her gifts to the world every freaking day for all of us to shine as bright as possible. So Leonie, you already know how emotional I am for you being here. So thank you so much. Oh, Krista, you beautiful earth angel. I'm so glad that we're here and I'm so glad we actually finally get to talk. (laughs) I know. I know. It's going to be great. So for this specific conversation, I wrote down, I asked myself, because I mean, I could ask you a million questions and I know we're going to make the most of this time together. So I wrote down five times Leonie Dawson blew my mind and this could be many more, but these are just the things that me just sitting there pen to paper without overthinking it. Times where you really left me. Wow. Ready? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm so, I'm like, I'm like, what five times did I do? Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I actually have to say, I, I asked one of my dear friends and entrepreneurs, I said, was there a time that Leonie blew your mind too? <laughs> and, and she had to just, she over encompassed it all by saying she just, there was no fucks given. That's what she said. She goes, Leonie just she makes up her mind. She's so fiercely committed to her intuition. She takes the download and she just goes. So that's the overarching kind of feeling. But most recently, Leone, giving up social media, the experiment and now the decision, please enlighten us on this big move. Oh my goodness. Like I, I want you to know, like it totally terrified me as well. Um, and it, it was just something I knew I wanted to try out. And so this year I did something a little bit different and I was like, you know what, what if I just did 21 day experiments yeah. and like tried out all the things that I'd like to try out. Um, I don't have to commit to anything. It doesn't have to be a permanent thing whatsoever. I can just experiment and try it out. And the first thing I did was give up social media. And I was like petrified. I thought, holy shit, how am I going to keep up on all the things? Um, and um, as soon as I tried it, however, I was like, oh, oh, my beautiful life has come back to me. Like the life before the, before, you know, social media is still out there and it's still magnificent and it's beautiful. And I could feel my, my brain and my soul and my creativity healing. And so within a few weeks, I was like, I, I can't go back and I can't go back personally. And I can't go back for my business either because I just believe that it's too it's not it's too toxic for our minds and our hearts and I also um I don't believe my best work is on social media Mm. I just think it's an enormous distraction and when I looked at the statistics as well 
only 20% of our traffic comes from social media. Um, And I'd encourage everyone to look at the actual stats of where Mm -hmm. it comes from. Um, And um, I was spending way more than 20% of my marketing time Mm -hmm. doing social media stuff. Like, fuck that nonsense. I I totally relate to that. And I have to say that I... Probably, I don't know if you've heard this yet, but I'm, I'm carrying the limiting belief of like, okay, I see how Leonie Dawson can give up social media, mm. but you know, that's, that's still a way that I communicate. Is it mm. a good idea to consider that right now? I don't know. What I would do is I would look at your traffic sources mm-hmm. and see where, you know, where your sales are actually coming from. Um, and develop a plan to get more people onto your mailing list um, and uh, a way for you to reduce the amount of time that you spend on social media. So you kind of have a plan to potentially eventually get off social media or really reduce your time down, Um, but be super strategic about the fact that you're trying to get people off social media and onto your mailing list. That's the really important key factor here. Amazing. And I've been teaching social media for like 12 years. I mean, it's, it's great. It's a tool. It's one yeah. tool, you it's know, one and tool. Yeah. And there's thousands of ways to market your business. Businesses have been around for thousands of years. Like social media didn't come along and then, Oh my God, all these businesses exploded around the world. No, like business has been exploding around the world for like thousands and thousands of years. Okay. So you guys, I think your takeaway is to just put that to advice, like put, like be more mindful around social media and how to get Mm. people off social connected to you through the mailing list. We'll talk about that more later. Okay. Next big, holy shit moment was when I, when I heard, and I, I don't know if I heard it before, but I heard it, like I heard it right down to my soul was that you've earned over $11 million on like, yeah. Like that's like every possible breakthrough of limiting a bun- like money belief. Like how how did you get to a place like not the strategic, not like how you did it like from a business standpoint, but like the energetic piece. How did you align with with earning that kind of money? Uh, step by step. So I didn't align to generating eleven million dollars. Uh, what I aligned to was like, okay, what do I want to create in the next year and creating whatever was like, what felt like a good fit and a good stretch for the next year. So for a long time, um, it felt like a good fit to just keep doubling the revenue goal. Um, And, you know, like I would have all these blocks come up about it, but, you know, then I would just be like, right, okay, well, it's still something I want to do. So how do I move through those blocks? How do I, um, shift that energy because I want to attain that goal. Nice. Uh, and then at a certain point, um, you know, I'd, I'd increase the revenue so much. And um, then I was like, right, now I want to work on the profit piece. I want to, um, you know, historically, my company's always sat around kind of the 80, 90% profit margin levels. Um, and then it dipped when I had a larger team. And mm-hmm. so then I wanted to bring the profit, profit levels um, way back up. So um now I'm more concerned about the profit like how much I actually get than the actual revenue piece and then when I like I was surprised when I look back through all of our you know financial records I was like Mm -hmm. oh fuck that's 11 million dollars 
Amazing. Amazing. But the thing is, I think it's, it's all relative. Like, you know, I've earned, um, over a million dollars in my, um, in my business, but it, that's like, I mean, I've up leveled so far from where I've come, but then it's like, yeah. you're always seeing someone who's like doing it even bigger. And I think that's really the point of life. Like, honestly, babes, if you've done $11 million, sorry, if you've done $1 million, it, it's the same as 11. Like, it's just a matter of time and like scale. You got this. It's yeah, amazing. Guys, if you didn't get the that. workbook, that's number one reason to go get the workbook. Like next time it's available because like, holy smokes. Amazing. Okay. Leon, you ready? Yes. Now this one. So I am in network marketing. Um, so when, I don't know how long ago this was, I didn't follow that part of your journey so, so much, but I do remember it also being an experiment that you were experimenting with network marketing. And yeah. Freaking killed it, right? So I did. <laughs> so can you um what would you say just in terms of that whole experience? Like could you shed some light on as as all of the multifacets don't put you in a box entrepreneur that you are? Ooh. It's like how did network marketing, what was that experience like for you? Sure. Um, so, you know, I never thought I would get into network marketing um, because I've just always been so busy with my other businesses mm -hmm. um, and loved them so much. And then I got to a certain point where I was really burnt out. Mm -hmm. um, I was going through some um, quite ill health at the time, which turned out to be um, likely swine flu. Uh, so I had Mm, I had the the uh, animal diseases before it was cool, guys. Whoa! Um, and um, and I also was at the same time was going through a change where I decided I wanted to homeschool my kids. Mm. And so all of these kind of factors came together, and a friend introduced me to a, uh, an essential oil company, um, and it actually um, it, well. It's probably not. Well, in my experience, it felt like it killed off the swine flu, basically. Um, and my doctor was like, uh, whatever you're doing, keep doing that because we no longer have to think about hospitalizing you and your numbers are great now. Um, so that was amazing. And then I was like, oh, holy shit, I need to tell everyone about these things. Um, and then because I was so burnt out from the you know, from creating and um, going through the experience that I already gone through, I was like, oh, well, what is this whole network marketing thing? And, um, you know, I did a bit of a deep dive and I said to my husband, is it crazy that I'm thinking about like doing this as a bit of an experiment? And he's like, honey, whatever keeps you interested, like whatever makes you excited. And you've just read 50 books on network marketing. That's so exciting that you're like interested in something again. Just follow that. Um, so I did, and in the next 11 months, I broke the world record in that particular company by building to their, their highest rank um, in 11 months. And I did it all without running a single class in person. <laughs> Just mind-blowing. Okay, so I, I've, I've got to ask, because I know all the mamas in network marketing listening will be like, Krista, you better ask a follow-up question to that. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So, yeah, they're all like, fucking what? <laughs> yes. So obviously you had a huge audience, but would there be any like key takeaways that you would pass on to anyone who is building a network marketing? Absolutely. So first and foremost, like the internet is amazing. Um, and I also was like, I 
am not going to do one-to-one with fucking anyone. Um, because that was like the business model I came from, right? And I don't do one-to-one. Like, yeah. like I would rather do like stab myself in the face with a cucumber than have to lead every motherfucker through a sign-up process. Like, kill me now. Oh my God, oh. I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. I cannot. So what I did instead was um, like every like question people would ask me. So like, oh, what, what oil should I use for this? What oil should I use for that? How should I use the oils? How do I put an LRP order in? All that shit I did webinars for. I recorded all those webinars. I created a training platform so people could like get all of the shit. I made illustrated PDFs like on what to do, how to do everything. Um, And then even with all of my um, builders, I did webinars on why you should create a business in this company. Um, And then like the first steps, how to get to the first rank, how to get to the second rank, how to get to the third rank. So all the video training was there and I didn't have to say the same thing twice. I was like, go watch that go do that. He, actually, here's just like my email sequence that tells you what to do. Like, I'm not going to say shit twice. I don't have the time. Yes. Oh my God, you guys. Okay. So every network marketer, direct sales, whatever you want to call it, you guys are listening. Every time that you're doing something that you know, someone else is going to ask you record it, right? Record yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Big time. Yes. Big time. And sometimes what I'll do too is um, when someone will text me a question, then I will go live in the coaching group and say, this person asked me this question. And that's also helpful. Okay. So good. No one-to-one shit. Yeah. No (laughs) no one-to-one shit. That's my new, I'm going to put that on a post-it note right behind the computer. Don't do one-to-one shit. And like, here's the thing. So like, I'm not super active, like I'm not active at all um, in my network marketing company. Um, I still take the check. But I was like, I have a very short-term plan here. I've got Mm -hmm. other projects to move on to. So at some point, I really think it's very important for all network marketers to have an end in sight Mm -hmm. in terms of how many years and go, you know what, I'm just going to take the check from this certain amount of time because otherwise it's going to consume you for the rest of your life. And like some people love it, you know, that they want it to be like their life, but some people have got other shit to do. So have an end point in mind. Um, be prepared to do things in a way that other people like don't do it, you know, and like some people might get their like fucking feathers ruffled because you're doing it differently. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm like, I've got to do it my way or nothing. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Like I don't, I don't go to any of the conferences. I don't go to any of the things that I'm supposed to go to, but my argument has always been like, you like on your like terms and conditions page for that rank it does not say that i have to go to every fucking conference like get fucked i'm not leaving my house <laughs> amazing leone i could i'm gonna put all of that into action because i have i'm definitely done a lot of one-to-one as yeah. i built my business and i can tell you nothing burns you up more oh Completely. And here's the thing, if you're like a flaming extrovert and, but even if you are, you were going to get burnt out at some point, you know? And I do want to say, like, I I want you to know, like I have done all this shit in 10 hours a week. 
because I've never been able to work full-time in my company. I've never let my businesses consume me whole. I got, you know, I had kids to homeschool. I had shit to do with my life. So it's always been, I was running three companies in 10 hours a week and I broke the world record. So be strategic. Fantastic. Be strategic with your time. You can build mm-hmm. an amazing income, but be strategic. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Next time you blew my mind, and this is not like a major, major moment, so you probably won't catch this one, but I remember you being really honest, which when are you not honest? (laughs) (laughs) And you you were kind of letting us behind the scenes in a moment where you were kind of struggling with the need to have a solo creation getaway. And it was almost like you were kind of struggling with the permission and like talking to your husband. And it was like, this is going way, way, way back. Mm. But do you remember this? No. No, it was literally like, and it's, it's almost like unlike you. Right. But it was like, and it was like, I think your hubby may have asked why. And, and you're like, that's just what I need. I need to get away solo to create. This is going back a decade ago, mind you. Oh, oh, I know when. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and now do you do that all the time? Um, not all, well, not all the time, about once a year, maybe, but not for like, it's usually just for one night or whatever. Um, it's, I think I've, I've kind of built in a life where I have a lot of that already and my kids are older now, so I don't feel that compulsion. Um, yeah, I'm happy to take it when I need it. Um, and I've gone and done like six day health retreats and stuff like that, which felt enormous. Um, but yeah, I think it's just continuing like each day to go, okay, how can I build in a retreat (laughs) to this day for myself? How can I build in that retreat? Yeah. I just, I just remember it it being, I think it was really striking to me the, just that whole need to like, kind of give ourselves permission for it because we Mm. craving that time just to be alone as a as a mother, right. As Mm. a, you know, to create and to refuel. And, um, I'm craving that right now, but we currently can't go anywhere in uh, Ontario, Canada. (laughs) Yeah. I would, you'd love to run away right now, but where to go to. I'll go away with anyone, anywhere. I can't wait. I'll be on a plane to Australia as soon as you guys will let us in. Yeah. It's going to be years, years. Australia won't let us in. Yeah, Um, (laughs) they don't let us leave either. So we're just here in Australia having a great time. I mean, COVID free, but we can't fucking go nowhere. That's all right. Actually, shout out to um, one of the main guys uh, in the corporate in in my life who's an amazing mentor of mine, David Mullum, who lives in Australia. And he also has not been able to see us since all of this has gone down. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. That's why. Like, I love when like I've talked to some Americans and they're like, "Oh, I went over to France," and I was like, "You fucking what? You fucking what? We can't leave the country." But like, it's fine because we've got a nice little bubble happening. It's it's groovy. We'll just have to enjoy our own country for a long time. Yes, I can't wait. I've never been there, but I'll be there soon. Oh, it's amazing. Speaking of which, you kind of took me there in a podcast episode where. You also blew my mind because of how imperfect and hilarious it was. You you were like walking through the grass and there was like mm. snakes and, mm. and I could literally see it. And I'm definitely afraid of snakes. And you're like, oh, I shouldn't have walked through the grass. It's snake season or something. And what really was so um, hit me was that here she is just doing a podcast on her phone. The, you know, the sound was not 
awesome and like things were happening but it was so it was still so effective and I think so many people who are probably listening are stuck with like my sound's not right this isn't perfect so how can we blow that belief well so here's the thing like I'd wanted to do a podcast for a couple of years and then I'd think about like getting the recording equipment together and I'm just like fuck no that makes me want to hate my life um so it just wasn't going to happen and then I thought you know what let's just make a joke podcast. Like, and so I called it a name that I think is hilarious. It's I called Nanny it. Dawson refuses to be categorized because I didn't even want to like say what it was about. Like, because I, I don't want to talk about enough. I, I want to talk about everything that I want to talk about. I don't want to be contained to one fucking topic. Um, and like just did the most basic bitch logo and like the, the like, you know, even the description, the description was like, if, if you really hate people um, being super polished and knowing what the fuck they're talking about, you are in the right place. <laughs> um, and so, and I just record a, a lot of them on my phone. I don't have a professional intro and outro. It's me just going, da, 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 da. every time too. And it like changes all the time. Um, and then as well, like, I never know what I'm going to talk about really. Um, and then sometimes most of my podcast episodes are like entrepreneur in car on school runs. So if my, I have to go get my kids, I'll just put press record on my phone, shove it down my overalls and just talk shit as I drive. Um, and so you can hear the car, you can yes. hear me going, oh, fuck, I'm looking that. And um, it's pretty gold. Pretty go. It's well, it's very effective. You're my favorite podcast, and they're also Aww. so short, and I get so much, and I usually laugh my head off. Um, and actually, today I was driving um, my my son Curtis to um, skateboarding, and I said I, I was telling him how excited I am to talk to you today, and and I said we're going to listen to one of her podcasts, and of course he hears some colorful language, and <laughs> and I'm like isn't she amazing? I don't even care if you hear her swearing because it's so good. And, and I told him your whole story and just like how, and the lesson, I think like one of my biggest motivators as a mom and as an entrepreneur is to be a role model to my children. And I said, so look at how she's doing that. She's not worried about being perfect, it's, it's, but she's impacting lives of the hundreds of thousands of millions of people around the world. So I think it's such Aww. a great example. That's beautiful that you have those conversations with your kids. That's just yeah. adorable. Oh, thank you. And here's the thing. I swear around my kids all the time. Yeah. My kids don't really swear. And like, if they have like said something at home, I'll say, oh, that's cool. Just can you just not say that at home? You're like, I would never, mom. And like, that's fine. It's cool. It's like, if the worst thing I can do is teach you like creative language, like like a nailed it as a mom. Well, it doesn't seem offensive when you say it. I don't know if it's the accent from my Canadian ears. I don't know, but well, it doesn't bother it's, me. It's Australian. It's our national language, you know. Like, don't yeah, you you can't you can't judge us for our national language here in Australia. <laughs> so good. Okay, I got one more, and then one kind of bonus one. Okay, Ooh. so <laughs> so the, I don't know how to to word this in a way because I know it's kind of like sensitive topic, but. I don't think you're going to mind. Um, so you kind of did a, I think this is about a year-ish ago, but you probably did it multiple times, but you kind of called out like friendly reminder and you called out BS in your community in terms of if anyone believes in the, I don't even know if I'm going to say it right, like 
QAnon and all the conspiracies mm -hmm. and whether they believe Black Lives Matter and all these things. And you're just like, get the fuck out. Like you mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. fucking called mm -hmm. it. And I was like, <laughs> and I ran upstairs to my husband and I was like, like Leone Dawson is just saying it. And, and he like, can I just say it? And like how, how we actually feel as a family. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was like, and he's like, well, yeah, but you might lose like some customers. I'm like, I don't care because there's enough yeah. for everyone. And mm -hmm. I just loved that you weren't like playing neutral. <laughs> I don't, like, what is neutral? I don't even think I can play neutral. Um, yeah, at, at a certain point as well, I think it's our responsibility. If we have any kind of audience, I think it's really mm -hmm. important to call out things that we believe are um, toxic and damaging um, to our our culture and our community um, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And for me, being kind of in a spiritual kind of entrepreneur, mm -hmm. hippie space, yeah. um, it was deeply concerning to mm -hmm. see the rise in QAnon and some just full on conspiracy mm -hmm. theories. You know, like I was missing the days when we just had conspiracy theories about fucking moon landings. Can we go back to that? That's heaps better than this bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I've, I've also been very upfront. Like if you vote for Trump, you, you're in the wrong place, babes, because I am going to say some shit that is not up your alley. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe in trans rights, if you don't believe in, you know, LGBTQIA plus mm -hmm. rights, if you are not actively on your anti-racist journey mm -hmm. um, and if you're not actively educating yourself about mm -hmm. social justice stuff, like you might as well fuck off right now because I am going to say shit that upsets you and I will say it in lots of spaces, including in my courses. I had once had somebody like yes. um, sign up for my sales course and then just get so pissy that I talked about the fact that you should not use culturally appropriative names in mm -hmm. your marketing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, how dare you bring that kind of... Uh, you know, nonsense into something that should be about sales. And I was like, you're in the wrong place, babes. Like, I am never not going to say what's right. Yes. Yes. Can we all be more like Leonie, please? Um, and here's I'm the thing. Like, yeah, sure, I lose some followers. Don't give a fuck. They can fuck right off. Um, and other people are like, this is how I know I'm actually yeah. in the right place. This yeah. is how I know that you stand up for your ethics and your values and we have shared ethics and values. And um, so the, that bond goes stronger and they will also tell more people about me. It's always net gain. It's never net loss. Mm, it was such an impactful moment, like literally ran up the stairs. <laughs> and I was like, we're taking a stand, babes. Um, amazing. Even when I, I requested the interview, your assistant made sure that I was aligned with that too, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, good. we don't we don't allow podcasts. I, I don't record on podcasts that are not proactively good. Yeah, living in line with your values. Yeah, values yeah. over dollars. Yes. Yeah, and guess what? The dollars always follow with your values anyway. Like if you are in, you know, it's like I'm happy to lose some of that shit, and it'll mean abundance in another direction. Mm, my heart. Okay, so I think we're under we're a full moon in Scorpio, which is good. Okay. Yes, and I'm a Scorpio. Yes. Okay. So it's all about letting shit go. Mm -hmm. So how, so all the, of the mamas and the few papas who are listening, what, how could we invite them? How could you invite them to let shit go for their next breakthrough in abundance? 
I want you to know like every single time I've had to let things go in my business and realign it to my intentions and my values, it has always created more abundance in my mm-hmm. life. You don't have to worry about like loss. You don't have to worry about, oh, but if I do this, I'll lose this because it always comes back tenfold. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not... Um, I'm not a Christian, I'm agnostic. Um, but I'll always remember the story of Job and how Job um, lost, you know, everything really. And it was like, but if you believe, you know, and if you believe in the in the goodness of the world and the goodness of your work, mm-hmm. you'll be repaid tenfold. Mm-hmm. And I've always found that to be true. Um, I think when you dig a hole when you let something go it always fills back up and it always fills back up with something that's even more aligned and true and right and abundant than ever before yeah amazing amazing well the only my heart is full so thank you so much for for your time for every one of these 30 minutes together and for every single way you've impacted me over the last decade plus and i still feel like i'm a baby on the journey of learning from you so thank you for from the bottom of my heart from myself from my entire community who already loves you everyone who's just meeting you for the first time we love you so much oh christy you are an earth angel and it's been a real joy to connect with you this morning Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. I'm going to do your, the next course I'm going to do is my book. So I'm bringing my book to life <gasps> by my side. Oh my God. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see what you make. <laughs> and whoever wants to do this, do this book course with me, let's go. We'll go on a journey together. <laughs> do it. Do it. It's the best fun ever. It's so healing. So transformative. Can't wait. Any last words before we sign off? I just want you to have a rad life and make it rad in the way that is your kind of rad, not anybody else's kind of rad. Um, and I promise you, you have so much more fucking fun if you do it that way. <laughs> Fantastic. Here is to a rad life, guys. Thank you, Leonie. Oh, thanks, Krista. Okay, there it is. Oh my gosh, you guys. So proud, so proud to bring you guys this. I hope it was impactful. I need to know, I need to know which of those moments that she blew my mind and the insights that she gave around it was most impactful for you. Please send me a DM on Insta or join the Facebook community group. You can check it out. Just look for Ambitious Mama. There's an insiders group there. Send me an email, whatever. But I'm like so, so curious to know. I'm like dying for like a girl chat a mama chat about this. I know even my husband's listening to this one. Um, so, so grateful, so proud to bring you guys that bring you guys this. So please let me know what was the breakthrough moment. I've got to know.